0: The Sunday that falls in the octave of the Solemnity of Christmas is dedicated to the celebrating of the Holy Family, and that's where we are this morning, that's where we are today. The readings for this Sunday focus on the rights and responsibilities of family members toward each other, and the gospel focuses on the role of the most forgotten member of the Holy Family. Who's that? St. Joseph. St. Joseph, who cared for and protected the Blessed Mother and the infant Jesus through the dangerous and early years of Jesus' childhood. So a side note note on that, don't be afraid to ask for St. Joseph's intercessions. I mentioned it before, St. Andre Bessette, he's a saint from Canada. There's a cathedral up there. It's an incredible story. I recommend anybody to read his little biography, but so many miracles. There are crutches and walkers set up there where there have been miracles. Attributed to the intercession of st. Joseph, so I encourage everybody to always we go to Jesus we go to Mary But we can ask uh, st. Joseph to intercede for us for whatever our family needs are Yes, even sometimes material needs but spiritual needs and uh, maybe our children or grandchildren have drifted away from the faith Go to st. Joseph ask for his intercession ask for his protection for your home and your family A little history about this feast today, the Feast of the Holy Family. From the 1400s, it was popular for artists to paint pictures of the Holy Family. A few centuries later, devotion to the Holy Family began to become popular when there was a cardinal in Canada, appealed to families to assume greater responsibility in the church due to the shortage of French-speaking priests in Canada at that time. That part of Canada was a new French colony and the Cardinal wanted to help the people's faith. So he gave his attention to the family by encouraging devotion to the Holy Family and asking fathers to ensure that prayer was an important part of every family. Every family was to be like a little church, and the father was to take responsibility. In 1921, both Pope, ben- or Pope Benedict Fifteenth inaugurated a Feast of the Holy Family every year in 1921. Benedict the 15th and since 1969 we have been celebrating it on the Sunday after Christmas what we could describe as the feasts origin among French Catholics in Canada shows us the importance of every one of our families every family is a little church if you think about that it's pretty it's quite profound every family is a little church and family prayer is to be the center some of you may remember Father Patrick Payton. Any, any hands? Just say if, if I'm preaching to the choir or not. A couple in the back. Father Patrick Payton was an immigrant priest from Ireland. So I encourage everybody to look him up. It was incredible. Goes, goes back. I, I like to call him the Catholic Billy Graham. So he's, he goes, he did all these uh, uh, preaching crusades and one, one of them specifically in particular was the Rosary Crusade. And there was a slogan or a saying from F- Father Patrick Payton who he actually got from a Jewish man, a Jewish friend of his. And you all know it, I'm sure, because I learned it when we were little. The family that prays together stays together right so it's all about prayers to be the center so I encourage everyone the only way I found Father Patrick Payton was good old YouTube it can be good right and you can watch old videos of Father Patrick Payton so I recommend that to see the Catholic Billy Graham as I call him the family that prays together stays together and it's so true many families do pray together but many do not sadly so know this and never forget this from Saint Philip Neary he says there is nothing the devil fears so much or so much tries to hinder as prayer. There is nothing that the devil so tr- the devil fears so much or so much tries to hinder as prayer. On the family Saint John Paul II when he was pope called the family the little domestic church and he said this about the family like the greater church, needs to be constantly and intensely evangelized, hence its duty regarding permanent education in the faith. The family, like the church, ought to be a place where the gospel is transmitted and from which the gospel radiates. The future of evangelization depends in great part on the church of the home. That was John Paul II, November 1981. So does that describe your family? If so, great. If not, what do you need to change? What do we need to change to make our family, our home, a little domestic church? Be not afraid. We resist change. It's in our nature, sadly, our fallen nature, right? To resist, to do the good, to do the right thing. So I encourage everyone today to be not afraid. Change what we need to change to make our families a place of prayer, a place of peace, a place of peace so critical. Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers. As we honor the Holy Family today, we might be inclined to think that they had it easy or life was comfortable for them. But the opposite was the case. Just by reading the gospels, we could spend several minutes listing all the problems that the Holy Family encountered and that they had to overcome. But here are just a few. When the time came for Jesus's delivery, we all know the story. It took place in an animal shelter since Bethlehem was too crowded. And the family had to flee to Egypt as refugees because Jesus' life was in danger due to King Herod. Just like every family, the Holy Family had what we might describe as trials and difficulties. But they always placed God first. Mary said yes to the angel Gabriel, and Joseph immediately did everything the angel asked him. Every time a new challenge arose, they knew they didn't have all the answers and they needed to be open to God's plan for Jesus and their family, rather than respond quickly and rashly based on their own ideas. Joseph and Mary always responded with prayerful and open hearts. What a model for all of us, prayerful and open hearts. The Holy Family is a model for our families because they too had many, many difficulties to overcome. And they overcame them by keeping God first. The best and first way to begin overcoming problems in family today is to put prayer back in the central place in the family. If it's not already there. Prayer brings many fruits. If there is no prayer in the family, those fruits are missing. When the angels appeared to the shepherds at Bethlehem, they sang about peace. We all want peace in our families, a lot more peace in our families. Of course, acting responsibly, treating others with respect and forgiving others all foster peace. But there is no true peace without prayer in the home. Perhaps a sacred picture in a prominent place on the wall in your home, a statue, a crucifix. It's a beautiful reminder every day that God and prayer comes first. Perhaps reading some of the Bible Every day a little bit each day goes a long way a good place to begin would be any one of the four Gospels I'd like to tell some folks to fall asleep with the Bible in your hand or the rosary in your hand instead of your cell phones fall asleep with the rosary fall asleep with the Blessed Mother Read a paragraph or two of the Bible every day. Father Larry Richards, a priest up in Erie, Pennsylvania, always says, no Bible, no breakfast, no Bible, no bed. So encourage us to remember, no Bible, no breakfast, no Bible, no bed. To get into God's word. Our minds are constantly, constantly filled with other things and noise Sometimes stuff from the enemy, sometimes just inundated with things from the world or our own worries and concerns and anxiety. But God's word will plant good seeds and take a strong root if we know and even memorize. But know and and memorize at times, but feed ourselves, our hearts, minds, and souls with the word of God. Putting God first and praying every day is the starting point for sure. For a holy family of our own and a holy home we are not just isolated families we are part of god's family because we are children of god since baptism so prayer is part of the family and we were made for it a prayer to the holy family at the end of the encyclical amoris laetitia that means the joy of love uh, in 2016 by pope francis says jesus mary and joseph In you, we contemplate the splendor of true love. To you, we turn with trust. Holy Family of Nazareth, grant that our families, too, may be places of communion and prayer, authentic schools of the gospel, and small domestic churches. Holy Family of Nazareth, may families never again experience violence, rejection, and division. May all who have been hurt or scandalized find ready comfort and healing. Holy Family of Nazareth, make us once more mindful of the sacredness and inviolability of the family and its beauty in God's plan. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, graciously hear our prayer. The Holy Family, we refer to those 30 years of Jesus' early life as the silent years. But words and deeds that come out of silence are always the deepest and most lasting and most powerful. Good painters always spend more time preparing the surface than painting it. So let's not undervalue the ordinary days of our lives, because those ordinary times are an essential part of the most extraordinary stories ever told. The stories that we are. We are all stories. And we tell stories because we are stories. And if we are Christians, if we have been baptized into his body, we are not only human stories, but also divine stories, parts of his story. Every one of us makes his story history every day. May the Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph intercede for all of our families today and every day. Amen.